You know that in one week we'll begin the season of Lent. It's a time of penance. And we don't really look forward to something naturally we don't like to do. But it's very important for all of us. And so as you're thinking, hopefully this week, of trying to think of what you're going to give up for Lent, what sacrifices you'll do as penance, I wanted today to, to explain to you or speak to you about simple, even for those of you that are very young, very simple ways you can do penance during Lent. As far as why we have to do penance, remember that Jesus Christ told us, he said, unless you do penance, you shall all likewise perish. And so he wasn't talking just to adults there, but also to children. He didn't make any exceptions. We all need to do penance in order to get to heaven. And this is, first of all, because we all have sins that we have committed that we need to make up for, even if they are only venial sins. Still, venial sin is the worst thing in the world other than mortal sin. And in, before we can get to heaven, we have to make up for every venial sin that we have ever committed. Every time you've disobeyed your parents or told a lie or been angry, you have to make up for those someday before getting to heaven. And so when you do penance, that makes up for the sins that you've done. There's another reason why we do penance, and that is because it makes us stronger to resist temptations. And that's very important for getting to heaven. You know why Adam and Eve, when they fell, it's because they were weak when they were tempted. We read how Eve knew that they were forbidden to eat that fruit, but she looked at the fruit and she, it says in the Bible that she looked at it and she saw that it was, it looked good to eat. And because she was weak, she ate the fruit that looked good, even though she knew it was bad to eat that fruit. And Adam, then she gave it to Adam and Adam knew that it was bad as well, but he was too weak to, to resist the bad example of Eve, and so he gave in too. And so all through life, you and I, all of us, we will have to fight temptations. And if we aren't strong against temptations, then we might lose our soul. We might give in to serious sins 
which would cause us to go to hell. So by doing penance, you make your soul strong. You make it easier for you to be able to say no to temptation. You know, for example, if, if someone were to run, if you were to run a mile every day, maybe in the beginning, you'd be out of breath halfway through or, or earlier. And you'd think, well, this is really hard. But if, you, if someone was running a mile every day, it would become easier and they wouldn't get so tired. But someone who just lazily sits around all day and does nothing, sitting on the couch all day, they will find any kind of physical work very hard. So this is the way it is with our soul. When we fight temptation, if we have trained ourselves to be able to say no to things that we want, then we become strong against temptation. And there's times when you will have to be very strong to resist mortal sin. Sometime it might be a Friday and everyone around you who is not Catholic is eating meat. And you think, boy, that would be good. And you have to have, be strong to say, no, I know that would be a mortal sin. Sometimes it might be a Sunday morning, you're very tired. And you would be tempted to stay in bed and miss Mass. And you, you have to be able to say, no, that would be a mortal sin. You have to be strong. So when you make little sacrifices, that makes your soul strong. And that's one reason we do penance. And then lastly, because all the sacrifices you make this Lent and through your whole life, you do those for love of Jesus. He came and suffered on the cross for us, even though he didn't do anything wrong, he didn't sin. He had no sin, but instead he suffered to make up for our sins. So can't we suffer a little bit for love of him? And he'll give us a reward in heaven for each little sacrifice that we make. Now what can you do during Lent for sacrifices? Well, one very good penance is in, in eating. Now you know for the adults, for 21 years and to, to 59 years, the adults have to fast during Lent. That means we only get one full meal and two small snacks that, the rest of the day. And other than that, the adults cannot eat between meals. If an adult with no good reason, without a serious reason, would break the Lenten fast by having two full meals in a day, that would be a, a mortal sin. Now sometimes it, it happens that if teenagers have not practiced denying themselves in matters of eating during their teenage years, they get to the age of 21 
and they find it really hard to fast because they never tried it before. They never learned to, to deny themselves in their food. So there was a, a famous cardinal about 500 years ago who wrote a book, St. Charles Borromeo asked him to write this book of advice to parents on raising their children. And in one short chapter, this cardinal talks about how children, especially from about the age of 14, and teenagers especially, can begin to sometimes fast just to get used to it. And this is what he says, this is the advice he says and, and why he says this is important. He says, a father of a family must not forget that his children have no enemy more dangerous than their own body if it is too delicately nourished and supported because then it rebels against the soul. Therefore, we must disarm this domestic enemy. The Holy Scriptures and the fathers and doctors of the church constantly urge us to fight against the body. And then he talks about how they were always praising the value of fasting. He says, no one can appreciate how happy he will be when he is older if he has learned during his youth to endure hunger and thirst and the severity of the seasons and a thousand other inconveniences of life. He said that we should mention the care that fathers of families should take to get their children little by little used to the observance of fasting. And he says, I know that the church doesn't require children to fast until they're 21, but he says it would be highly advantageous if the ears of children would often hear the fast mentioned in their home and see the religious exactitude of their parents keeping the fast. And he says, sometimes father or mother could gently invite the children to fast along with them, but not by depriving them of any nourishment that their age requires. Sometimes at a home they could have, during Lent, the, the food at the table be maybe a little less appetizing as what they're used to. And he says, so many times children, when you're in your games, you might skip a meal without even thinking about it because you're all involved in the game. And he says, sometimes maybe then even children could fast for a meal or give up, take a little bit less at a meal and it wouldn't hurt them and it'd be a way of getting used to making a sacrifice. Or a very good thing, especially for those of you that are much younger, is to not complain when you don't like something that's at the meal and make sure to take it anyway. I remember my disappointment one time years ago when I was visiting a family and the, uh, the boy of the family was about 12 and he didn't like what his mother made for dinner. And so his mother made something. She got up from the table and made something else for him. 
I was thinking, that's not a very good example. It'd be good for him to learn to eat what he doesn't like, and that would be a good penance. So maybe you don't like vegetables or salad. During Lent, maybe you can eat them without complaining or even take extra. Another thing you can do, a simple sacrifice, is not talking back to your parents during Lent. Make a special effort. Of course, you shouldn't talk back to them anytime, but I remember also years ago, one time I had to call a family and whose daughter was in school, or several children in school. But as I was talking on the phone to the parent, I heard the one daughter in the background speaking very disrespectfully to her mother. And I was kind of shocked. I wasn't expecting it. And it's something you should try very careful not to do. And so during Lent, when you're upset, think about making a sacrifice not to be disrespectful, not to say anything that you shouldn't. And also in your school, maybe your schoolwork, some classes you, you might be not like as much or might be easily misbehaving or distracted. Try during Lent, maybe you can say, for this class, I'm going to try not to make any disruption. I'm going to try to pay attention. So all these little things, and many times children give up candy during Lent, are something you like to do. But think of these things. Think of these are simple ways you can do penance during Lent. And that will make your soul strong. So as you get older, you'll be very, you'll be very strong to resist all temptations through life. And you'll be able to get to heaven. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.